Well, hello there, my friends, fellow clashers, gamers. I hope that y'all are doing all right today. I want to thank y'all for coming in to another episode of Clashing in Traffic, Old Man Edition. Uh, that's right, y'all. If, uh, if you pay attention to, to my normal schedule, you know that this episode is late. Uh, I really don't know how long this one's going to be, so we'll see how long we get. But I do want to thank you for joining me, your host, Catfish. Uh, today's episode, this week's episode, is late because, like I said, it's the old man edition. Um, I usually record on Tuesdays. I'll do some, some show prep on uh, Sunday night and Monday uh, when I've got some time. And uh, then I'll record when I'm driving to work on Tuesdays. Well, y'all, uh, Monday night, after a long weekend, if anybody uh, follows along on the Discord, you'll know that this past weekend I spent helping my daughter. She was doing, uh, she got commissioned by our city to do some artwork uh, down in the, uh, the oceanfront district of where I live. So I was down there helping her out, hanging out uh, with a bunch of the artists down there doing their thing. Uh, she just so happened to be set up right across the street from my, my favorite coffee shop. Uh, so I could sit in the window of my coffee shop and watch her paint and check out all the things that she had going on. Uh, which was great for, for me and, and wifey getting to watch her do her thing and help her out. Uh, but it was a long weekend. We spent most of the time down there. And I didn't have a chance to do as much of the show prep as I would have liked uh, for Tuesday. Well, then after all of that fun stuff and, and hauling canopies and umbrellas and, and paint cans and, and all that, that stuff that was going on, Monday I was doing some very extremely strenuous activity Monday night. Uh, what I did in this, you know, don't try this at home. Um, I'm, I'm living proof that you can end up hurting yourself. I got up off of the couch, I walked to the kitchen, I grabbed a beer, I opened the beer and started walking back to my couch and threw my back out. So be careful if you are walking to your kitchen to grab a beer. <laughs> uh, I spent the next, oh, day and a half, two days laid up pretty well. Uh, old guy messed up back and uh, it, it, it had me out of the fight for quite a while um, just now getting up and moving around we'll see how well this goes so uh, yeah catfish is an old guy and uh, my back doesn't always want to play nice with others so uh, it was a good beer though um, once I was able to finally drink it <laughs> after uh, having some back spasms and whatnot so we'll see what all is going on uh, and how long we're able to keep this one up but with that being said, let's give a little bit of a wrap-up of things that went on. Uh, CWL wrapped up uh, COTP plebs. We did just kind of what I thought was going to happen. We have found, I think, where the right league is for, this, for the plebs, uh, and that's going to be down there. In Gold League, uh, we were able to finish uh, towards the top but not get promoted. Uh, we finished right in the middle, uh, kind of where I expected we were going to be. We were outmatched in a number of of matches uh, again with with them having a lot of uh, superior town halls to us and even more so than in previous leagues uh, but this time there were so many where even if they weren't very active it was just difficult for us to get a bunch of stars on them uh, we've got our our three or four town hall tens but we don't have any siege machines in the clan um, you know, the whole the whole goal of cotp plebs was to start new and to, to come up together so we're not really you know, bringing a bunch of big accounts in to donate Siege Machines right now. We'll see what happens. Uh, actually, during the past week, I gave up leadership 
of uh, of COTP plebs. Uh, Andromedus is the guy who started the clan for Tribe of Judah. Uh, his plan was to he was going to start it and hand over leadership to Tribe and, and, and Tribes. You know, he's a busy guy. He he's like he didn't want to have the leadership role. Uh, when Andromedus needed to give it up, uh, he started asking about who wanted, and I ran on a couple. You know, I put my name in out there and said there was a few things that I was going to do. Uh, the first thing I was going to do was kick dynamite, um, just because that's what we do. Uh, the second thing I was going to do was uh, promise a gem, a free gem box to every member of the clan every six weeks or so. Uh, so that's been happening ever since I took over as leader. Uh, the third thing I was going to do was invite dynamite back to the clan because, you know, that's just what we do. We kick each other out of clans. We've been leaders and co-leaders of clans together for, for many, many, many years. So, uh, you know, we play around with each other. Uh, fourthly, I was going to give free um, war bases to everybody in the clan, which that was, man, that was back when I think the biggest accounts we had were like town hall sevens or sixes. So we did that to anybody who sent me a DM and asked for a war base. I found a couple, built a couple and got them that. And then the fifth thing that I said I was going to do was that when nobody was looking, I was going to promote Knob to leader. <laughs> and I've, I've done that a couple times, uh, and he usually just kicks it right back to me. Uh, but finally, Knob held on to leadership while I was busy working on some other things. So he's got the reins of COTP plebs for a little bit. Who knows how long that'll last? Uh, you know what? And I, it really doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not too worried about it. If uh, he keeps it or if he gives it back or gives it to whoever, uh, we know it's all one big happy family over there. And regardless of whoever's technically the leader, we got a bunch of co-leaders who are, are doing some good things there. Uh, but yeah, we, we finished in the middle. Uh, we didn't get demoted. Uh, we'll see whether or not we bring some bigger clans or bigger accounts in there. So right now, if you have any Town Hall 9s or brand spanking new Town Hall 10s, maybe we'll take you in there. Uh, and, and help us grow. It's about time to do some house cleaning. We've got several inactive accounts in there. So if you're in COTP plebs and you don't have a league badge and have zero donations or zero received, uh, you might want to do something about that because it's about time to have to do some house cleaning and uh, get rid of some of the dead accounts and bring in some fresh faces to help us grow COTP plebs. In Eden's Edge, we're in Crystal One. Uh, we ended up fourth place in Crystal One with Eden's Edge. A couple of the, the Town Hall 14s from Knights of Zion came over to take care of the, the top spots up there. Uh, the lowest thing we have in Eden's Edge competing, uh, the lowest things that we allow into Eden's Edge is Town Hall 11. Uh, on, however, we did have a few guys who were had to opt out in the middle of the week because of some busy things going on. So we had one of our co-leaders, Town Hall 10s, happen to fill in at the very bottom. Uh, thankfully, uh, Trent Pohl, being that co-leader, knows what he's doing down there, so when he's pit up against uh, a bunch of Town Hall 11s is the enemy bottom, uh, he's still able to do some to do pretty well against those, especially if it's a, a rush Town Hall 11. His Town Hall 10 can still take it out. Uh, me, I've got my Town Hall 11 in Eden's Edge, and you know, I, I don't even really plan attacks with my Town Hall 11. Uh, we all know that Zap Witch is, is just able to destroy any Town Hall 11 base. Uh, I did get a little bit overconfident, and then I went in, I think I had... The one thing that I will change is I'll look and decide whether or not I need to take a Rage or a Jump, and I think I forgot to check that, and I went up against one Town Hall 11 base that... Uh, 
it was just a little bit too much for the spell that I took. I fat fingered my stupid log launcher so it came into the bad angle and didn't destroy the uh, Eagle artillery fast enough. So I ended up with a what I consider a fail at Town Hall 11 because I had an 11v11 two-star that uh, is just going to irk me. Uh, I had the potential to go for that perfect CWL uh, with my Town Hall 11, and it didn't quite pan out. Uh, now, I did end up having to hit a couple Town Hall 12s with my 11. Uh, one of them was rushed, so I was able to pretty easily three-star that. Uh, the, the second one was not a max Town Hall 12, but it was not a rushed Town Hall 12, so I got a you know, a high percent two-star against it. It's what we needed to win the war, so we did very well there. But yeah, we finished fourth place. I think uh, right now Crystal 1 is probably the right spot for Eden's Edge to be, given that it's it's mixed war. We have everything from Town Hall, well, 10, all the way up to Town Hall 14s, and it's some pretty heavy Town Hall 14s, too, when they have to go over there, uh, and we end up being able to finish right in the middle. Uh, so maybe as we get some of these 11s to finally move on up to 12, it might actually get a little bit more difficult, because as the opposing team moves on from 11, which is just absolutely broken, uh, and they move up into 12, 12's not quite as broken as 11, but hopefully we'll still be able to keep winning these wars and eventually push up beyond Crystal 1 with Eden's Edge. Knights of Zion, uh, I think I told y'all last week, or perhaps it was the week before, that we weren't going to be trying to push up higher with Knights of Zion. Well, after I had said that, the leadership team got together, and yes, we had a few folks who were out uh who were out because of uh, vacations and things, but we had a few guys come back to the clan who've been away for a while. And that led us think that perhaps this month was the month for us to be able to push up into champions too. Uh, so we, we had to change things up at the last minute. Uh, we didn't go with that 21 man rotation where everybody gets five attacks a piece. We went with our old strategy of getting our top seven guys in there and leaving them in unless we had bad things happen uh, and had to have people opt out. Uh, in, the, in the summary that I gave you last week, I told you that we lost that first war. Uh, day number one, uh, we lost by four stars, and we had one of our guys who was unable to attack uh, because he's, he's down on one of the islands. It got hit by the hurricane that went through there, lost all power, all internet for a while, so he was unable to attack. Uh, everything's fine. He's, uh, he's just fine. They're doing some cleanup stuff right now but there was no real major damage to him and his family. Uh, so it was just a matter of, of losing some convenient stuff. Now, that doesn't mean that there weren't people who were more uh, affected by that hurricane, but thankfully our guy in Knights of Zion, uh, Peacekeeper, was able to come through that with, you know, some some just minor stuff going on. So we're, we're thankful for that, thankful that he's okay and his family's okay. Uh, but we missed that, so the, that was two stars that, well, Almost guaranteed two stars, perhaps three. Uh, Peacekeeper's a decent attacker. I think when he finally got back into the lineup, he was able to pull out some triples. Uh, but that was at least two stars right there that we were missing. So had he attacked, we wouldn't have won the war, but it would have given us two extra stars at the end of the war. Uh, and then we had a couple guys who were, uh, you know, they had good plans, good strategies, and things just went ever so slightly wrong. So we did end up having a few one-stars throughout the week. And then at the end, we ended up getting second place because we were behind the team that we lost to in day one by five stars. So 
Had we not had a hurricane come in and mess up our guy on day one, that would have been two stars. And had our couple, our few, I think there were three or four one stars that ended up throughout the week. Had those been doubles, we would have had a much better chance of promoting. Uh, so we're thinking we finally got our groove together. We've got the right number of guys, the right folks there. And uh, perhaps next month when everybody's back and we, we do a, things a little bit more carefully to prevent those one-star attacks, uh, then we can potentially finally get promoted back up into Champions 2. And I'll tell you, one of these one-star one attacks we had, it was a it was a beautiful plan. Everything was coming together nicely. Uh, he blimped into the town hall. Uh, the, the blimp got all the way there, and it was 15 sneaky gobs in the blimp. And somehow, the blimp itself didn't set off the tornado trap. But when the sneaky goblins came out, they got caught up in the, in the, the tornado trap. And that town hall was down to 1 HP before the tornado trap finally or the, all the rest of the defenses around there finally destroyed all of those sneaky gobs so 15 sneaky gobs in a, in a safe blimp wasn't quite as safe as it should have been uh, so we, we feel we got robbed on that one and there were a couple other ones where things just didn't quite happen the way that we thought they should have happened but you know it's that's the past uh, just got to deal with what, with what it is and uh, hope that things will work out a little bit better for us in uh, the next month so, you know, each month I like to do our, our top five shout-outs. Uh, and this month, our, our top five players in Knights of Zion were Trent Pohl, who uh, Trent did fantastic. Ended up with one, two, three, four, five, six out of seven triples. And had a one-star defense. Homeboy ended up with uh, nine, being plus nine on net stars. Uh, the last day we were against a clan that had a couple Town Hall 13s in it. Uh, they weren't all active. Uh, it was the last place clan. Uh, so he actually didn't even get attacked that day. Uh, so he pulled ahead. There was a little bit of a competition going between Trent and Sir Cello Pup. Sir Cello Pup also had six triples. And his seventh attack, the one that wasn't a triple, was 97%. Uh, he ended up with 697% damage throughout the week uh, with plus six on net stars because his base got two-starred throughout the rest of the week and got attacked every day. So uh, he would have been in first place had he uh, had a little slightly bit better defense. Uh, but Trent pulled out the number one slots or cello pup number two. Who's your daddy? Uh, Hoosier is back over fighting with the Knights of Zion this month for SCCWL. He's a, an old friend of the clan, been around for many years uh, with these guys long before I even joined. Uh, but he came in at number three. Benjo, number four. And King Zyglon rounding out at number five. Uh, Sir Cello Pup, King Zyglon are on my... Uh, my scrims team in the clash file summer scrims uh, unfortunately my team jericho rising we've started off with an awful start uh, we're zero and two lost our first two wars and uh, i'm going to take the blame for both of those losses they rest squarely on my shoulders uh, war number one we were against the filthy tryhards um, i was attacking towards the end one of the last attack all we needed to do was get a triple i thought i had a good plan going in and right before I uh, dropped my, to start my attack, I was supposed to hit a hero boost so that I'd have max heroes and all max pets. 
and I dropped that first hero and then realized I forgot to hit that boost. So I ended up with, I believe it was a 92%. And uh, I really think that the difference there, had I popped that boost, that those uh, little bit extra levels on the heroes and the pets would have got me through and would have got us a triple there. Uh, I don't know if that would have been enough to overcome uh, the tie, if we would have tied, if we would have been able to come overcome that with the percentage. Uh, the second one, we were against Ultimate Hero. And uh, that was just the other day. So I'm laying on my flat on my back. My back is in absolute agony. Uh, I'd been taking some painkillers, and I had a I had a nice hefty stout uh, right before I was getting ready to attack. Uh, just kind of help everything relax. And I had been using um, the Queen Charge Lalo for like three four days and was going to be using the very similar. I made a couple tweaks. Um, I actually used this same army twice in Proverbs 31's Birthday War. Uh, ended up with a six-pack there with this army. And I was like, all right, this has been working for me. I've been using it to push up in Legend League. I uh, made a couple tweaks to the army for the base that I was getting ready to hit. And I don't know how it happened, but sometime between when I was doing my Legends attacks and in the middle of doing some uh, friendly challenges, I must have bumped my Warden and set the Warden on ground, uh, which just absolutely killed my attack. I did my Queen Charge, took out a big corner of the base just like I had planned, and then I go to start my Lalo portion. Uh, I was going to be sending a long blimp with a, a Yeti bomb in it towards the town hall so that the blimp could take out the town hall before the Lalo got there. Uh, the blimp was, of course, supposed to go through Warden's Tome as the troops step into range of a multi-inferno and a scatter shot. Uh, going to drop the blimp, hit the Warden's Tome. That's going to save all of those loons, let the, uh, the blimp go all the way across the base and get the town hall. I drop the Warden, who's behind a lava hound and a bunch of balloons so they're supposed to be tanking for him from all of the air targeting defenses and all of the ground targeting defenses that are near him just lock on because he's the only ground troop there and i immediately see his health going down well i you know the pathing wasn't set up right it's not where i was going to be dropping my uh my blimp but i thought let me get this thing out there quickly and in my panic i bump the siege machine button and it gives me, instead of dropping the Siege Machine or selecting it, it gives me that, uh, the little screen that comes up so you can change it. And then I bump the stupid Siege Barracks. So now I've got to change it from the Siege Barracks back to the Blimp. And in that amount of time, my Warden dies. So now I can't send a long Blimp across. Um, so I'm, I'm looking, all right, well, I at least got to try to secure this two-star now so that I can save face. And the reason that I, the, you know, the Town Hall was in a corner and it looked like one of those where I should have just been able to send a short blimp in and get the town hall. But I knew that it was going to be baited right there. I knew that tornado trap was going to be there uh, between the town hall and that short side, uh, which is why my initial plan didn't include that. Now I've got to try to save it. I send the blimp in through the short side so that it doesn't have as far to go. And sure enough, it runs right into the tornado trap. It just roasts my Yeti bomb that was in there. Nothing's able to get to the town hall. Uh, so I ended up with a one-star fail because I forgot to check where my warden was set. So had I popped a hero boost in the first war, I think I would have been able to triple that base. Had I checked my warden uh, where what he was set to before I started that second attack in that second war, then I, I don't know that I would have tripled, um, but I will at least got the two star. And, uh, you know, I had been tripling 
quite a few bases in Legend League with it, and very similar bases in Legend League to what the one that was hitting. Uh, but hey, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll learn from the mistakes. I've already been, you know, double checking everything again. That's a it's a habit that we have to learn from the get-go when we're playing Clash of Clans, right? Is making sure that all of your army's there uh, before you hit the attack button. And I was in a haste and didn't do that. And it ended up costing me and my team two wars. Uh, so I, that's all on me, guys. Hopefully from here on, we'll be able to do a little bit better. And your leader will uh, pay better attention to what's going on before he actually sends in his attacks. Uh, but we're... You know, we're chugging light along. We'll, we'll overcome this 0-2 start and get back up there in standings uh, before too long. Uh, we start to, to play these teams again. Hopefully we'll be able to make up for the initial losses. Uh, this week we actually have to square off against our good buddies that are uh, from the Knights of Zion. Uh, team Jericho Rising, my team, is going to be squaring off against Team Eden's Edge, captained by Kratos. Uh, so we'll be setting up that wartime sometime soon. And uh, I don't know, we'll have a little bit of extra coverage for that because it's a, a family versus family war. Uh, so hopefully it'll be a good one. Hopefully we'll have uh, some replays and whatnot. And, nah, we probably won't post any replays because we don't want any of our bases getting burnt, right? Uh, but this is going to be an interesting one because we are in the same clan. When it comes time for this scrims war, it's going to be interesting to see how we do against one another because, you know, like it or not... We do FCs against each other's bases all the time. So now trying to come up with new builds and new bases uh, that we're not sharing with the clan, but then trying to test those bases to make sure they're good without letting each other see them is going to be interesting. Um, we also, you know, we, like any good clan, we chat about war attacks. And we kind of have this thing going, uh, as far as planning is going, we've decided we we might actually help plan against each other's bases, right? So... Uh, if Kratos is the one going to be attacking my base and he hits me up in the, uh, the war room on Discord and says, hey, Catfish, how would you hit this base? It's going to be interesting to see how we approach this as opponents in this scrims, but as teammates who are trying to help each other improve, right? Are we going to give each other good pointers? Um, not as though we know exactly. We're not going to tell them where all of the traps and things are. But are we going to be good teammates who are trying to help each other improve and say, well, you know, this base is not set up in a way that you would attack like that uh, and, give, and give decent pointers. It's, it's going to be an interesting thing to see now as we have this first family versus family war coming up next week in the, uh, the summer scrims. Uh, so uh, best wishes to Kratos and Team Eden's Edge as uh, my team Jericho Rising prepares to face you guys next week uh the team for knights of zion um there there was some issues with some scheduling things uh and despite big d uh trying to just reschedule the the war because there was there was a holiday there were several event wars going on, and it was the end of CWL. So that made scheduling things kind of difficult for all of us. And uh, the other team ended up having to... They had some issues with some things because of, like I said, the event wars and whatnot going on. Um, so they were prepared to take a, uh, you know, just a forfeit. Big D tried to, to agree to, you know, he didn't want to get the win from forfeit, so he was trying to get it to where we could reschedule things and uh, they decided not to go along with that um they decided they were going to stick with the forfeit so knights of zion won by forfeit which 
because of the rules of the league, the forefoot actually put them in first place um, without even having to do an attack. So uh, they have their first war coming up here soon, their first real war coming up here soon. And uh, hopefully as we move forward, we won't have any more of these, these issues or any of this drama that was going on with getting things scheduled. Um, my tip to any of you guys who might be listening, get them scheduled early so that if there are issues, you can uh, you can maybe make up for them later in the week. Uh, but things that we did, we did learn. Um, during SCCWL, you can do both SCCWL and either a regular war or a friendly war. If you leave the clan that you're in for SCCWL, go to a different clan, you can spin either a regular war or a friendly war. Um, I got confused for a little bit because I was trying to schedule an event which was going to be either an, a friendly war or a... Uh, a regular war depending on how many people we had we had sccwl going on we had the scrims coming up where we're trying to schedule things so i got a little confused for a little bit and forgot that yes we can actually do those event things at the same time as a cwl um, what you can't do is be in a regular war and a friendly war at the same time and that is what ended up um, causing some issues because they they spun for an event war that was then going to overlap with when the regular war was supposed to happen so then they tried to reschedule uh the the scrims war but that interfered with some other things going on in real life um, so that's where that that forfeit had to come from was because of those things so keep in mind that during cwl you can do either a regular war or a friendly war at the same time but you can't do friendly wars and regular wars at the same time y'all uh and i've actually done that doing the double up on war thing a number of times because it seems like the gold pass has um it has that challenge for getting i don't remember how many is, is it six stars or win six war battles to get 100 to 200 points for the the season challenge right uh, so what i typically do is uh, you have to you can't spin a regular war until registration for cwl is closed so that's going to be two days in um, to regular CWL. So after the two-day point, I'll be in CWL with Knights of Zion. I'll take my main account over to another clan, and we'll spin a random, you know, a 5v5 war there uh, so that I can get that war attack thing done faster. Um, if I can do two attacks uh, in two wars with a regular with regular wars over in a different clan, and by that time I've got three or four attacks in SCCWL, so then I get that challenge done sooner uh, so that I can unlock the extra I think I think that gets me to like a 15% builder boost uh, so that's when I start scheduling some of my my mid-tier um, upgrades on the base uh, so yeah you can do that if, you, if you've got questions about how that happens uh, you know hit me up in discord and we'll show you maybe next month as I go over to some random clan to spin one of those I can invite some of you guys over instead of doing a 5v5 we'll do some 10v10s or you know, 15s whatever uh, because I do have a couple mini clans that we don't do CWL in just so I can have double wars going. It gets kind of hectic. Uh, if you're somebody who, uh, you know, shout out to our boy Hero, who I guess has 15 accounts. Bro, 15 accounts, all of them in CWL at the same time. You are a madman. Uh, I run, I think, four accounts in CWL. That's it. And I even end up missing account. Uh, I sometimes end up missing hits down in plebs because of that. I missed... Uh, there was one day this past CWL where on both Alpha Fish and Cat O'Nine Fishes, I missed my attacks 
I thought I got him in earlier in the day, forgot, you know, got confused about which CWL was ended when, and it ended up screwing me all up. Um, so I missed those attacks there. Somehow, despite missing attacks one day, both of those Town Hall 9 accounts of mine ended up in the, the top five uh, in COTP plebs for stars. <laughs> Uh, but that's, you know, I've I've got a, a, a an army that I really enjoy at Town Hall 9. Um, I do a, a TDH-style uh, Queen Charge Lalo. Um, so you're taking out most of the base with your Queen Charge, um, and your Queen Charge is going to run almost a full two minutes before you even start the Lalo. And it's actually, it's a Lalunion, um, because you're going to be heavy on the, the minions. And it, it cleans up the rest of the base in about... 45 seconds so it's it's one of those that usually comes down to the end i had a couple time fails with it had a 99 percent time fail where i think it was a storage or maybe an elixir pump over in a corner that had troops on it and it was down to maybe 10 hp or something uh had a couple 99 percenters and that was i believe it was a town hall 9 versus town hall 10 um but you can still if you can if they don't have their their inferno towers maxed out on that town hall 10 a and you have, you know, I've got a level 25 queen, I think, on the alpha or on Cato 9 fishes. Um, so as long as the infernos aren't fully maxed for Town Hall 10, you can still knock out a triple uh, 9v10 if you learn the pathing for this uh, TDH style wallow. Um, if you're not familiar with TDH, uh, TDH is a player. Um, so this 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 version of wallow is named after this guy who made it popular. Uh, I saw it years ago the first time my main account was coming up through town hall nine um i learned about the strategy from a good old buddy cleric dragoon who uh is no longer a clash of clans player he's he's doing PUBG mobile now uh, but his cleric dragoon channel with his all of his clash of clans content is still up there so if you want to learn about tdh um you, if you search tdh town hall nine you're probably going to see some cleric dragoon videos come up they're still good nothing has changed at town hall nine right there's not been any siege machines added to town hall nine there's not been re any real meta changes for years on town hall nine uh, you'll also see some stuff from echo uh, echo gaming has covered tdh in the last couple of years uh you'll if you don't include town hall nine when you search for tdh like i said he's a guy he has a youtube channel uh he's a town hall 14 pushing in legend league and has a version of his lalo that he's using on his 14 that uh it still works um so that's kind of what I based my current army on that I was telling you about that I got the six pack in the birthday war with uh, Proverbs 31 uh, and then had that one star fail again uh, but I kind of based this attack off of what TDH is doing in his Legend League attacks and then uh, some stuff from Clash with Corey and a couple other guys I was watching on YouTube um, checking out how they're doing Lalo because I you know Lalo seems to be a, an extremely strong attack so I've been trying to learn that uh, interesting thing that I posted um, from a tweet that Clash of Clans put out about the attacks that were being used in the World Championships. Air is the meta, right? You know, this this last update it was focused on air. Dragon Riders being the new troop, a lot of people were focusing on the Dragon Riders, and those air attacks were getting used a ton. Uh, and this this tweet that Clash of Clans posted uh, was showing the most popular attacks that were being used in the world championships and again air uh was was heavy on it there was uh mass dragons uh hydra so dragons and 
Dragon Riders, Lalo, uh, QC Lalo being being one of them. Uh, so all these different air attack variants that were up there. There was one ground attack that was also in that. I think it was top five, uh, and that was the Pekka Smash. And here's the thing that got me: Pekka Smash wasn't being used quite as much, so it's not as common or quite as popular as the the air attacks that are getting used. Uh, Hydra being, I mean, was used a ton. But the thing that got me that, that I that I took notice of was the the attack strategy that had the highest hit rate, the highest triple rate of all of them, was that Pekka Smash army. Um, so I've, I tried that a little bit uh, a while back, and now that we're, we've got, I think we have another Pekka event coming up soon, so I'll have to move back over to the Pekka Smash. Uh, in this air meta, People are changing their bases to try to defend against the popular attack being air. And I think that's opened up a little bit uh, of the ground meta to come back. So if you're looking for a ground attack strategy that is still very strong, uh, it's not an overly complicated strategy to get done. Um, do some searches on YouTube for Pekka Smash and see what some of these, um, what some of the world championship guys have been doing using that ground army because I know not everybody's very comfortable with air. Uh, I took a break from air for a long time. Uh, Y'all know I love my witches, uh, but I, I'm getting my uh, my witch fix on my Town Hall 11, so I'm trying to move away from using those too much on my 14 and uh, trying to learn or relearn these air attack strategies so that I can have a little bit more diversity in my attacks and it's it's been fun uh, i've done the, the mass dragons i'm doing the the qc lalo right now uh tried some of the hydra attacks uh and i'm going to be heading back over again to that that pekka smash here coming up soon uh so y'all uh that's probably going to be about it right now like i said I, I had to take a day off couldn't couldn't record like normal so i didn't i wasn't driving into the office so you're you're hearing from me as i'm just driving around doing some uh some errands here and uh, i'm about to pull up into the neighborhood so as we finish off this let's uh again let's take some time to see what we can do to make our community a little bit better i had a blast this weekend working with my daughter uh making our city a little bit more beautiful uh getting to visit with some of the the local businesses that were down in our district it was so neat um to see everybody coming together and working together uh just a a plethora of different of diverse types of people out there there's there's people on all different ends of political spectrums there's people of, of various different uh backgrounds and whatnot all coming together for some some fun times to make our community a, a, a more beautiful place to live and then there were businesses who were volunteering things so the artists are down there it was up near 100 degrees the whole time and there was a local sandwich shop that said, hey, we're going to give everybody, all the artists can come in and get free lunch um, for the whole week. So every every day for lunch, they got to go into the sandwich shop and, and get food. Uh, and they even had people that were running around delivering the stuff for them. Uh, my coffee shop uh, on Saturday and Sunday said for breakfast, you can come in and get a free cup of coffee. And, <clears throat> excuse me, a free cup of coffee and uh, a free biscuit. Uh, there were other places that were, you know, bringing the bringing them waters and, and trying to help keep everybody hydrated and in the shade out there. Uh, you know, most businesses say the most restaurants and different cafes and things, they'll, they'll have the signs on the door that say no outside food or drink, right? Well, everybody let that slide this past weekend because uh, the artists are out there in this 100 degree heat 
And everybody around them said, no, if you need a break, come on in. We don't care if you brought, you know, your own lunch or, you know, you had that sub shop that delivered you a sub. Uh, I don't care. Come on in, eat your sub, get some, uh, get some shade and some AC and rest yourself. So it was so nice to see a community come together and, and love on one another and support one another. So I hope that you guys are finding some opportunities to do that out in your communities. Uh, and and if, if not in real life, well, then, hey. Let's do some nice things to make our, our Clash of Clans community here all that much better. And uh, with that being said, guys, that's going to be all for today. Um, thanks for riding along on this short little episode. Uh, thank you so much to you guys who have reached out to me on Tuesday afternoon. I started getting guys pinging me saying, hey, Catfish, when's the episode going up? When's the episode going up? And I put out an announcement said sorry guys no episode this week uh because of how how bad i was feeling and i got a lot of a lot of guys dming me uh hitting me up in discord uh wishing me well uh sending me you know ideas on how to how to keep my back from being stupid in the future so i i do appreciate that i didn't realize uh we've got guys who know when the schedule is and are looking forward to the episode each week uh, so that's uh been great to see uh, so y'all i uh, i wish you the best I can't wait to talk to you again next week when I've had a chance to do some proper show prep. And until then, hit me up in Discord. I did have a question about coffee that Green Arrow sent to me, and I just answered that in the Discord because I wasn't sure when I was going to be able to get to that. So if you uh, want to see what that was about, head on over there. Uh, I'm in the Clash on the Potty Discord. A link is in the description and in the show notes for this episode. Uh, Y'all have a great week in Clash of Clans and out there in life. Uh, Stay safe and have some fun while you're out there playing in traffic. Bye for now.